welcome to Life Pairings, where two Canadian alcohol connoisseurs mix life events and libations. Hello, I'm Carla Richards. And I'm Brittany Lysing. And this, this is Life, life pairings. pairings. Because life is hard. So pair it with alcohol. Thanks for catching up there. Uh, <laughs> a pumpkin. A cute little princess or prince. Oh, and, and now a sexy prince and a sexy pumpkin. Okay, guys, what are we go- what's going on here? As today's life pairing is Halloween costumes with pomegranate cider mimosas. Yeah, baby, we're talking fairies, squid games, and oddly enough, Lethbridge, Alberta. Mm. Yeah. Always hoping that Lethbridge gets in. Yeah, it'll come up. Don't you worry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This is an interesting one. I was more excited Mm -hmm. about this. You were less excited, perhaps. I love love dressing up. I don't know. I don't know. It is a little spookier. Like, the original reasons we dressed up, I feel like, are a little spookier than why we do it now. But psychology-wise, I was really interested in that transition. Cool. Like, I was like, why? Yeah. And I love dressing up. I don't know. This is my favorite thing. I like, even today, I am dressed like a soccer player. Yeah. And it's because I'm watching Ted Lasso. I do this with everything. For the longest time, I used to watch ninja movies and I would dress up like a ninja. And then I watch (laughs) like, and I would just kick things and fucking jump around. I think I'm just a little embittered because society doesn't like to dress up. Well, so I think you've been in Vancouver for too long. Yeah, I was in Vancouver for too long. The UK loves to dress up, just not on Halloween. Because it's not their holiday. They're like, we don't give a no. fuck about this shit. They're like, no. this is They're you like, guys. Instead, we'll have a fancy dress party two days later, but it's fine. <laughs> Which, what is a fancy dress party? It's, it's just, just like a you guys... costume party. Yeah. Like, it's just like a theme. Sometimes you have like a theme. Like my birthday, we did a 1920s theme. Another friend of mine just did like movies characters so it's just like it's just like that's all it is so halloween though is like Mm -hmm. i the north american way of doing things zero to a hundred dress up like you're 12 do it you're 48 do it gets Mm -hmm. fun and i notice even when you trick-or-treat a lot of the moms and dads who are just answering the door are dressed up if i'm just staying out handing out candy i dress up for the kids because I'm yeah. like, this is fun. We um and our last place in Vancouver had actually quite a lot of like very little kids, like two or three, and that was and we had like seventy. Uh, yeah, and that was the greatest the thing. It was so cute. And then this year, since moving to Calgary, everybody's freaking just doing their lawns up like nobody's business. It looks oh, so good. It's so exciting to walk down the street. Dude, um, people are balling out because it's like also literally. it's COVID. So I feel like <laughs> everything that is you can celebrate a little. Everyone's goes yes. way over. The last two years, I've really noticed this. People have been decorating for Thanksgiving, which like isn't typical. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, like, like just give us something to externalize while we are sad internalized. Yeah, they're like, let's try to make the outside happy so the inside catches up. <laughs> Do you yeah. know what you're going to be for Halloween this year? 
Well, we had a couple of options, and, mm-hmm. and we have not, as as is tradition, <laughs> have not even started doing any of them, which mm. are, I wanted, me and Chelsea got into, uh, Sister Chelsea, sister of the podcast, mm-hmm. uh, we got into F1 driving because of a documentary, or because like this TV show we started mm-hmm. watching. Yeah. So now we were obsessed with F1 racers. So we wanted to dress up like uh, Danny Ricardo. Okay. And BF1 drivers, but that looks pricey. So, oh, yeah. And then there's so many popular things that are happening that you could be one of these mm-hmm. things. I'll tell you what's probably going to happen. I'll dress yeah. up in these sports equipment that I always do because I've <laughs> always, like, I'll always panic. Like, but for some reason, I have every piece of equipment for every sporting event that's ever had. Right. So I'll, I'll probably dress up as a soccer player because I want to be a character from Ted Lasso, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. <laughs> Cool. I'll probably like uh maybe do some uh I don't know. Roy can't I'll probably Roy Kent it up. But nice. How about you? Do you know? Um, I am also circulating. What what will end up happening is I'll just go into my box, my let's be honest, my seven boxes of costumes and pick one last minute. because uh, <laughs> the last two years I've been pennywise from it. Ooh, and, like that. Because I can do the makeup and now I'm like, ooh, I, maybe I'd try something else <laughs> without keeping to do the same thing. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I really wanted to go as Miss Hannigan from Annie. That's but right. that looks a little bit, um, she's basically like in her negligee and I'm like, too cold, too cold for, Car- <laughs> for Calgary and Carla, too cold. <laughs> you know, so it's hard. We'll have to put some pictures up on, uh, we'll see if we can get our moms to send us some old school Calgary oh. Halloween costume pictures. I've got quite a few and actually some of my girls from the time I was allowed to go with friends yeah, we did it every year and went big. So, like a friend right. of the pod, Lena, will be in a lot of these pictures. Right. Uh, are they did, all I, with snowsuits underneath? A lot of them are. Get creative? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because it was freezing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fun fact about where we're from, Calgary. Uh, it's real friggin' cold. So, yeah. Uh, come Halloween, there'll probably be snow on the ground. So you're usually whatever you're wearing. Hope it looks good with winter boots. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. your pink. Snowsuit better go underneath your bell costume from the Beauty and the Beast. But you know what I've I noticed mean, a that lot was of kids most broken heartbreat thing of my life. <laughs> you always just yeah, you still not over. You have to put it over top. You're like this. Mm-hmm. The one of the favorite things is seeing big fat so like snowmen that are supposed to be tiny little princesses, and I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but I've noticed a lot of costumes now are made out of like, warm costume materials. Oh yeah some of these prefabbed like you could just buy it and you can look like a thing mm-hmm. unicorn costumes and like they're really yes. plush so yeah. like little kids and stuff you're not Ugh. you can put stuff under them or that costume itself is pretty pretty warm i do remember this was like back when i was teaching dance and there was i think it was like a little plush unicorn or something and i was like oh my god i want to take you home and just like hold you like a stuffy you're so like cute and cuddly <laughs> I think my nephew. I gave the child being... back, so we're all fine. <laughs> that, that, that child was returned to his original <laughs> owners. <laughs> um, looking to my again. my nephew's gonna be a big pink uh, Care Bear. Mm. It's so big. It's like That's so funny. like f- fluffy and cute, and it's like, oh my god, this kid's gonna be hilarious. Our um, my friend alicia who you know i think also may be a friend of the pod I don't know. yeah I hope she listens anyways it's her kids being uh care bear as well really 
Yeah, That's so I thing. don't know. Are Care Bears back in a thing? Now? I think Care Bears are back for the kids. Yeah, they're back. Okay. I mean, I was a Care Bear <laughs> fan, but that was back in 1988 or whatever when it was on. When it was, yeah, it's well, ago. it's back. It's definitely it never really went away. It's just for a oh, really okay. young. It's for a very young audience. Like it's right. you know, un, I would imagine it's for the under tens and probably five to eight range. Oh, like God. it's pretty like it's pretty yeah. little stuff. Yeah, well, it's. It's for Everyone little kids. stare. Or whatever yeah, the care bear stare. stare. Um, don't she think I don't know. love to everyone. I yeah, think dude. it's so cute. I want to be like a that. care bear. Fuck this. I'm going to be a care bear. I like that grumpy one, too, who's always like, Grrr. oh, yeah. He needs a hug all the time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, Carly, do, um, do you want it? Shall we dive in? Well, I was wondering. We didn't mm-hmm. talk about this before, but should maybe should we flippies? And I'll do the history first, and then you can go. We can evolve into what Halloween costumes. Let's do it. Yeah, what, let's okay? turn this bad right? bitch on its head. Yeah, we're breaking the rules, guys. <laughs> it's Halloween. Our rules. Halloween. Do whatever you want. Well, within reason, and make sure you're warm enough. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to talk about Sawin, which I 100 percent am mispronouncing because it's a Celtic word, and it is spelled S A M. H A I N. Yeah, I see Samhain. <laughs> yes. I believe it's called pronounced Sawin. Okay. But who knows? Okay, so anyways, this is a pagan religious festival that comes from the El- uh, ancient Celts in kind of Ireland, that area. Uh, and it is a welcoming of the harvest and ushering the dark half of the year in. That's nice. That you're welcoming the darkness to come for the half of (laughs) one day. We'll let it. (laughs) You're like, fine, you're coming anyways. I guess we should be just next to you. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. You know what? That's like a lot of lessons in life. If you just weren't Mm -hmm. kind to the thing that maybe needed a little extra love. Yeah. Like metaphorical. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, This was believed to be a time. When the barriers between the physical and the spiritual world would break down, allowing interaction between humans and those of the other. This is word other world. Ooh, this is foreshadowing uh, maybe some conversation to have next week. So if you like what we're talking about here, tune in next week, too. Yes. It's also the midpoint between fall equinox and winter solstice. Okay. So they would... After all, they would all go out and do all the harvest work. Obviously, I have no idea what I'm talking about. Go get all the bushels of the things and put the strings around it. And then that's harvest, I think. (laughs) And the community would actually come together and build a fire. And they would actually take home part of that fire, part of the flame, to take home and and light their own hearth, uh, which I think is very cute. Mm -hmm. It's like a sharing of fire. (laughs) I don't know. Well, that's uh, nice. It's like, like if you think about that, like, you know, it was all one fire. It was all with one intention. Yeah. You know, like, each person takes it home to, like, protect them. I think that, yeah, yeah I get it. Yeah. It's a very like community it. thing. Um, It was, although, it was a mandatory festival. You were required to show yourself uh, so that the local kings were chieftains. Uh, could see you, I guess. I don't know why they need, I guess they need to check how many people they own. Um... <laughs> Those that did not participate would be punished by God, usually through illness or death. 
So always a little, a little vague. <laughs> yeah, it's just like you know, it's like if you have a headache in the next two weeks, you'll know yeah. why. Yeah. Uh, committing a crime or using your weapon during the celebration would result in a death sentence. Now, kind of coming into the new things that we do, they would leave offerings outside the villages for the fairies or the shea, uh, again, spelled S-D-H-S. My husband is from Scotland, so he also speaks Gaelic. So, well, he doesn't speak Does he Gaelic, speak Gaelic? So just, no. Oh, I was like, cool. I try to make it. Now, some people do. I think his dad can, but uh, he cannot. But um, it's fine that I'm making fun of them. It's not really fine. I'm sorry. No, it's people. fine. Also, you know what? They're, because the, mm-hmm. they're white folk. You can make fun of white folk. Okay, good. Um, but also, uh, my buddy, this is a totally like, just reminded me, and you can edit mm-hmm. this out if you want. <laughs> my buddy's dad's Scottish, and he found mm-hmm. a Scottish Harry Potter. And oh. on his TikTok account, he just asks his dad to read passages from the Scottish Harry Potter. Oh, that's and it's, fun. I'm not even like a really big Harry Potter fan, but I, yes, I know love that. this. <laughs> yeah. Because like, it's just like his, his, his uh, so sort of older father uh, mm-hmm. reading passages from uh, like, I don't know if it's like sort of Gaelic eyes or like, but it's all the Scottish words for things. Oh. And it's it's harry potter so i don't know his name is mark McHugh. so check it out <laughs> okay i'm gonna check that out that's amazing <laughs> it's very good uh during Samhain, uh the celts would put on large celebrations and make animal sacrifices oh as you they, do yep uh they would wear costumes that were made out of those animal skins and heads like use the heads i guess and dressing up in the animal costumes was thought to confuse the fairies so that they would not kidnap them. So that's good. That's also why they would leave offerings outside the village to be like, no, no, you stay <laughs> over there. This change of an appearance made communicate. Okay, so here's what I'm confused. Okay, so apparently, like, by taking on this animal uh, appearance, they believe that they can communicate actually with the different world spirits but also would protect them. And it was believed that this, for some reason, this connection made specifically talking with spirits and the dead easier. Oh. Because it was like an offering and it was like, okay, here we are. It was all sort of, hey, it's the day we do the thing. Okay, I like it. Yeah. I think it's also the power of the animal was thought to be transferred to the wearer. So if... 100% 100% they did not have access to lions, but in my mind, that's the only animal that I can think of. I probably have somehow been transferred the animal spirit of a cat because I <laughs> sleep all the time. I probably, <laughs> yeah, I've probably been transferred the animal spirit of a dog because I'm always just like, you guys like me? You want me to come in? Okay, I'll come in. Do you have any treats in here? Yay! Yay! I love it. And they're just like, we don't like you. I'm like, okay, I'll be out here. We're, I'll, I'll be ready for when you do. Crying. Yeah. <laughs> I'll wait for you. So, yeah. So, kind of a, it, that's very brief kind of a, a intro, I guess, into the history of where, you, where our costumes came from. They were animals. I mean, we still, lots of times, what's one of the favorite Halloween costumes? Dressing as a cat. Yep. Always so, a cat. Or yeah. a mouse. Uh, I'll quote the mm-hmm. famous, uh, the famous Mean Girls line. Uh-huh. What are you supposed to be? Um, I'm a mouse. Duh. 
because she's like just a whore <laughs> with mouse ears. Yes. Yes. Uh, sexy, sexy mouse, sexy pumpkin, sexy. Yeah. Sexy pumpkin. Yeah. What do they say in Mean uh, Girls? They're just like, I think Lindsay Lohan as characters like uh, Halloween is uh, is the one time a year that a girl can dress up like a slut and no one, no other girls allowed to say anything about it. Yeah. Yeah. That that's that's very true. There is a thing sort of later. Uh, during medieval times, the Catholic Church created, I'm going to say created, All Saints Day, which was to display relics of holy saints and to honor all the saints. They have a lot. Um, yeah. And so some parishioners would actually dress up as saints. Interesting. And they did begin to, because you know how the Catholic Church is super good at like going into a culture and then being like i like this part i'm taking this one and then shutting the rest down <laughs> yeah. so they started incorporating some of the traditions from Salwin into their all saints day but all saints day is actually on november 1st so the only thing that's uh, true to the true origin of the catholic church is pedophilia it's the only thing they invented <laughs> and they've kept it as their own good for them yeah uh, good for um, them did you have to celebrate all saints day do you remember when you were in catholic uh school? it was like it was like mentioned but it was never like i don't know the funny thing about like anything that's like modernized from uh, catholic like i feel like we're catholic light even though right. I had to like I had to go to Catholic school, we still did things pretty like Catholic light because Halloween okay. was Halloween wasn't overly embraced right. by the Catholic Church because you're dressing you up know. as demons. It wasn't something that they were like overly excited about. And then they yeah. would always make mention of the fact like, well, the reason we actually do this and you know, like everyone was like, We want candy because we're kids. <laughs> and kids don't well, understand religion. <laughs> The other thing is that they would display the relics of all these holy saints. So you know like how, I don't know, if you go to a church in Europe somewhere, sometimes they have the bone, arm bone of St. George of the Dragon. Um, uh, CC. Or, <laughs> or something. So they would just like, everything. yeah, that works. And so it just, and they would just take it out and be like, look, we have the arm bone of the dead guy from 200 years ago who we thought did some good stuff in the church. It's a little creepy. Yeah, it's a little different for. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's just like we're we're putting skeletons outside our house. Yeah. Now. Yeah, so. like I mean, but there was like a cool. Uh, are you wrapping up here? I don't want to. That's me. Yes, I. Okay, that's you. That's you. Far you history. That's far away history. Far away. <laughs> well, that, <laughs> a lot of the reasons why we were like dressing up as these things was to scare off demons. Mm -hmm. So, like, that was the Catholic kind of thing. And then, they're like, the Celtic way of doing things and stuff. But there was also just the pagan way of doing things, which was uh, they were dressing up for different reasons. They were they believed, like you mentioned earlier, that you dress up to on this one day because you're, like, a little vulnerable on that day because there's, like, that one day everybody can get in or something or whatever the hell it is. Yeah, like the, the – somebody put this, like, as the, the pale between the worlds is – yeah. Or something. yeah something I saw there's a portal look there's a portal yeah. don't ask any questions just don't fuck with it i mean um, this ties back into our episode about seances how we're always just trying to talk to the dead and apparently we've been trying to talk to the dead forever well i think because we don't understand it right we don't understand yeah. like what's on the other side and how and we mourn the dead as well so like there's the thing of being frightened by the dead and also mourning the dead um yeah in the halloween tradition people were uh 
they were scared that they were going to come back and get us. <laughs> right. And a lot of it was that the, the bad spirits were coming back. So people right. dressed You want to talk like, to the good spirits, not the bad spirits. Yeah, well, I want to talk to grandma. I don't want to talk to yeah. fucking Beelzebub <laughs> and his pal Wankerhead. I, yeah. <laughs> like, it's too scary. Um, <laughs> I, I have a really like, quick question because um, so. you talked about Catholic light. I'm sure everyone has now seen Midnight Mass. I'm not going to spoil anything, but did they not say they say mass in English? Is that right? What do you mean? Like when you like, go to mass, which is yeah, like, they say it in English. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, there's like weird. I was shocked stuff. in Midnight Mass because I was like, why are they talking in English? Don't they have to talk in Latin? But okay, <laughs> no. that would, that like in retrospect in my head now, I'm like, what are you, an idiot? No one's it's just a bunch of like only English speaking <laughs> children are just like, at least do it in French. We understand French. <laughs> please, like, yeah. give us so a. Please, someone else. Tell me that that's what you thought when you watched Midnight Mass. I'm sure that's just. I, I don't know. I, I think brain. also just like if, if you didn't grow up with religion in your life and you didn't like I grew up in a Catholic school going to Catholic yeah. uh, like masses all the time and everything. They say like the odd prayer in Latin, but I'm okay. also can most priests don't speak Latin. Right. Like, I suppose. The, yeah. Okay. That makes like sense. Like most most priests are just shuffled from the last place they got they molested somebody in so <laughs> just, went and, into the new and that place what didn't wasn't their main tongue wasn't left <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay sorry that was my yeah. uh i have and a lot the, of questions about about the uh, truth well as sure. you're as as Monsignor Brittany, I'm here to answer. Right. As, as a child of God, I'm here to answer all your questions. Um, that is is he real? Probably not. Um, <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Uh, no, the thing is, is like so. People were dressing up as these things to to scare people away or to scare spirits oh, away. Okay. So like they yeah. were dressing up in the scariest way possible. So that was another tradition, right? It gets crazy so i kind of tried to tackle the psychology of this because there's like so many different channels you could go down here's the questions i tried to answer for myself oh hmm. why did we dress up and why is that shifted right why do we like to dress up what part of us wants that yeah and uh, kind of where i and kind of where did we originate from so you answered that question already for us Okay, um, yeah. The next question. Thesis. I'm excited. <laughs> okay, so why do we like to dress up? And the reason for that is because it's it's that mask theory. Putting a mask on your face kind of mm -hmm. lets you be either who you really are that you're afraid to be, right, in front of other people, or be somebody else. Yeah, for a minute, and no yeah. one can question you because you are physically showing another face right which by the way for young girls listening to this if you were in a bar and there's a guy with a mask on <laughs> run from yeah run, run from that they're guy always fucking creepy assholes <laughs> i mean unless there's it's halloween and that guy's probably just trying to have fun <laughs> like you i mean we shouldn't throw all dudes under the bus for everything they do <laughs> He's like, I, I meant on Halloween. I've always <laughs> met, like, I've only, anybody that, and refuse, basically, it's Halloween, and they're wearing a mask, but they refuse to take it off. Yeah, well, that guy's, like, not going to go down on you if he's got that mask on, so fucking skip That's him anyways. True. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> plus, you don't like, know what he looks like. It could plus, be, he could be yeah. very ugly. 
Dude, my sister just walked into the room because I she kindly delivers me drink ingredients if I run out. <laughs> and all she walked into in that moment was, and he's gonna he's not gonna go down on you, so skip him. <laughs> so all I saw when I turned to the left was my sister delivering me more cider and just a stunned look upon her face <laughs> and now she's laughing and also she, everybody give chelsea a goddamn round of applause mm. well, wherever you're sitting because you know what she just did she got out of the tub to get me more cider Aww. chelsea friend of the pod chelsea lysing everybody thank um, you chelsea <laughs> thank you chelsea keeping us drunk since 2020 <laughs> yay yay chelsea um <laughs> but anyways so the reason we're wearing these is basically it's this sort of moment of being like i can hide behind this tonight right and i feel that way if i'm being honest with myself when i dress a certain way sometimes like sometimes if i wear a hat Mm -hmm. i feel a little different than i normally do if i wear if i'm in a beautiful dress i feel different than i normally do so like on halloween to like put a mask over your face and sort of become this creature or person or Mm -hmm. there's like this moment of getting to be something else and yeah or maybe somebody closer to who you are yeah yeah especially if it's like a hero you want to be yeah like that's a character from a fictional movie or something that you love that we feel like gives you a lot of power yeah, like, it, like, and it seems silly, but it's true because, like, you, a lot of people idolize superheroes. A lot of people, mm-hmm. and and even like going back to the animalistic thing, like a lot of people really feel like connected with some animals. So if they think of a lion, yeah. if they're not a very powerful person in day to day life, and then they dress as a lion, yeah, our our psychology allows us to start to like shift our emotion and shift our behavior. So for this one night. Or any other costume party or anything. Yeah. But specifically Halloween, everyone's doing it. Everyone's dressing. Sorry, I was just thinking if you and I were like what our spirit animal would be, we'd just be in like a pool. We'd be just in water. We'd I know, be I'd be like, like a water. <laughs> do you know what I think? Honestly, like my, my spirit, I fucking love octopus. They're oh. so cool. They're, They're like so cool. clever and fucking. They're too weird. fucking creepy though. They oh, can get out of like God. really small holes. Like they yeah. wasn't don't there... keep me down, man. Don't put me in here. <laughs> I'm gonna get out. Yeah, oh, cool. Oh. They're my favorite. There, there's that part of it. There's also just like the community aspect of it. Everyone's doing it. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Let's have fun. So like maybe like in the depth of your subconscious, you're like, I get to be a lion tonight. Yeah. But most of you, honestly, you're just like, hey, won't it be fun to be dressed up while I'm drunk? <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> this hey, way it makes it, it easier for me to lose more pieces of my clothing that I maybe don't care about. There is something, and I don't know what it is, but sexual about Halloween too. Like, I mean, beyond oh, yeah. the sexy costumes, beyond the like whatever, there's like an energy. There's an energy in think, the room. Like you said, it's because we can kind of be a little bit different than we normally would be so that's i'm assume kind of i assume that's why we all dress up slutty because like for 363 five days whatever sure i can never that's do you know what that's something that i would never remember yeah for all the other days in the year um we aren't being like some of us are just not sexy dressers yeah 
I'm certainly not. Now I'm like, oh, I've ever like a costume, a sexy dresser. I am like, I've uh, been a cross dresser. I've been a cross dresser since I was fucking four. So like, sexy. No, like feels- a dresser, like a dre- like a dresser, like a clothes dresser. Oh, a sexy, an actual dresser. <laughs> yeah, like, like a sexy. Dresser. like a sexy dresser that would actually be very funny just like you're dressed up like drawers but like your tits yeah. are hanging out on one of the drawers oh, yeah, i'm a funny. sexy dresser yeah damn that seems um, like a lot of work <laughs> that seems like it does it seems like a lot of cardboard yeah i um, got a lot of that so me too. got a lot of good food boxes <laughs> thanks amazon and hello fresh so why do we dress up it's this kind of cool, fun reason why, like, we're maybe we're kind of just dressing as the thing we would rather be. And maybe yeah. we just want to have fun with our friends and it'd be a communal experience and it, you get to unleash a little bit. And it's different yeah. and it's celebratory and it's fun. So, you know, it's just another one of those things where, like, being with people is always going to be a good thing. Right. Another thing I kind of tried to look into, and I'll just sort of like side swipe into here. This little area is is kind of going back to like, why were we, you know, like dressing up as these really scary things to scare other things away? Right. Which is uh, essentially just a a superstition, right? So like a lot of things that surround Halloween are really superstitious, like black cats and like, so like dressing up to scare something away, like it's all just one big superstition. Right. It's like this bad thing's going to happen. So we got to counteract it by doing this other thing and it's not it's like no different than having like no 13th floor so right. i just wanted to understand that a little bit just so i not not get too not get too much down a rabbit hole at this because this i think this would be like a whole nother great episode is just superstitions yeah oh yeah um, i'm very superstitious i'm weirdly superstitious as well so like when, when i looked back and found out like we're dressing at, at like I, that's something they would have been like if you dress this way you'll be fine i would have been like done and done yeah i mean that's why we wear jerseys right i think kind of we talked about that probably yeah there's so many yeah your brain anyways we won't go into that i'm writing it down i'm writing down write it down write it down um but it was like so they call it a dual process model of cognitive belief so it's Mm -hmm. like it's essentially your brain believing two things because you most people are logical right but the superstitious uh train of thought allows you to be illogical as well right so you can say to yourself okay there's probably not ghosts trying to connect with me on the 30th of right fucking october yeah 31st what like (laughs) when is halloween i don't know (laughs) halloween is it's on the thirty first. The thirtieth is on Saturday, so this year <laughs> Halloween is on the thirtieth. Yeah, everything's been changed. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, our brains allow us at like almost an, like an insurance policy mm. of like, okay, that's probably not the case, but just in case, I'll do it. So right. superstitious people or superstitious thinking can tend can tend to be a little like wavery, a little flaky, like in conversation, like maybe you're truly scared and you don't want this thing to happen. So you're just going to do it. But you would never tell other people that you just go, well, why not? Just in case. Yeah. So, yeah. So I won't dive too much into that because I think that's another great episode. But it is mm-hmm. like kind of goes back to like, OK, so we all started doing this to ward off bad spirits. 
and that tradition yeah. is carried forward and it's changed and morphed and um, evolved, but that was the original intention. And it seems like what was like an original superstitious thought have now become just a community tradition. So that's a neat yeah. evolution in that as well, that is which neat. is what tends to be because also as like as modern medicine starts to creep in and all these things, we start to just like realize in science, we can just be like, Oh no, not true. <laughs> We're fine. Yeah. Um, the interesting thing is in the UK, if you do dress up, um, it has to be scary on Halloween. Oh, okay. Which I assume, I didn't realize this. I assume comes from that. Whereas in North America, you can dress as a, you could dress as like a plot. Well, like we said, like you can you can dress as like a Care Bear, and people are like, yeah. "Yay, you dressed <laughs> yeah. as anything!" Yeah, exactly. Um, so the the evolution of like dressing up and the actual like trick or treating and the whole thing in North America a hundred bazillion years ago was when this all started. But when yeah. did it actually become? Uh, a thing here and the right. answer is 1898 wow um, that's a very specific date in uh vancouver the term tri- yes <laughs> <laughs> but they don't like it the very first recorded example of people dressing up on halloween was in vancouver in 1898 that's insane now that's a long time ago too it is a long time ago. Even it's more specifically, bad, but... the term trick-or-treat itself was first recorded in Lethbridge, Alberta. No. In, <laughs> in 1927. So, no. uh, 29 wow, years later. Wow, Canadians. We are, no wonder we like Halloween so much here. Everyone never... stopped yelling at me from other cultures. <laughs> just, we like it. Um, so... That's when it kind of first started. And people in those days were still dressing as something scary. Mm. So it wasn't until kind of Hollywood started being a thing. Right. In the 1940s when uh, the studios started to like, you know, have big pictures and it was a big. And then the actors would go on publicity tours and and they'd be like in the pop culture, in the the media and stuff, in papers and all this kind of thing on radio i guess um it started being like oh i'll dress like that person in that movie yeah interesting so it was before that it was animals and scary things and always because that was the true sort of origin of of halloween and so people were like okay let's keep it scary but when Hollywood came around, people started going, I don't want to be something scary. I want to be a baseball player like this person, or I want to be this person from this movie. Right. So from there, because it started getting the Hollywood culture, it sort of dictates what pop culture is. So then it started to get sexier as the year started going. Right. So well, like everything gets sexier as the yeah. years go on, doesn't it? But um, uh, we're indebted, our sexy Halloween costume that, that, that <laughs> is indebted to the, uh, the gay culture uh, surge hmm. in the 1970s. Because oh, in, the, in the big cities, like particularly New York, LA, uh, San Francisco, 
a lot of uh, Halloween parades started happening in the gay village. Oh. The parades themselves, because they were Halloween-themed parades and the costumes started to get... And they have outrageous, in, in quotation marks, but of course, because it was 1970, so people were like, right. how dare you dress so scantily clad? Oh. So then it was a sign of, like, a fu- it was just a fuck you to the man. It was like, yeah. hey, we'll dress however we want if we want. So costumes started getting really sexy and drag was big and the costumes started getting so i i it's yeah so like once again we've stolen something from gay culture and claimed it as our own like been like no (laughs) um but it was actually it was just sort of a it was sort of a well it was probably just out of fun and then people didn't like it and then they were like fuck you we're doing it anyways because you guys are fucking losers so we're gonna have fun uh and the more that regular uh whatever like you know joe schmoes joe schmoes hated it got more and more outrageous yeah so that's awesome so that was kind of in the 1970s so it was actually like so and and and, and don't forget that the sexual revolution had just happened as well right so yeah. women were feeling yeah. the women's movement so people were feeling like very empowered and they were like we'll dress however the fuck we want don't tell mm-hmm. me how to dress and yeah. so costumes got really, um, really, really sexy. And they were just kind of doing the thing where they were like, I'll make, I'll make a refrigerator sexy. <laughs> just watch me. Um, hey, you're going to be creative and, and punny. Yeah. You know, I'm not a fan of puns, but Love I will, I do have a, uh, a soft spot for Halloween puns. I like it. Awesome. Um, um, and that's why I think I love drag so much because all the names are puns oh, yeah. and all the yeah. things. Everything's a pun and it's so fun. Um, <laughs> also, so so that was kind of the 70s, but then we move into the 80s and slasher movies become a huge thing. Right. Yeah. So now people want to go back to scary. They want to go back right. to goth. They want to go back to scary. Everything's dark and dingy and it's the 80s like it's kind of like a weird little depression again like you know like um you know the housing market went for a shit so everybody's sad again like it's kind of like a yeah um yeah so and and also just like all the movies um that Mm. came out were like halloween friday the 13th nightmare on elm street halloween came out in 1978 uh friday the 13th came out in 1980 and 19 uh nightmare on elm street came out in 1984 um, Can you so sorry? Halloween came out in 1978. Yeah, so they that would have just been a, a precessor to the one, 80s. Yeah, but they just put out one this year, so that would be like that 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 thing that entity. Yeah, is what like 43 years old. Yes, that's so insane. Yeah, it's lasted because well, it's pretty cool. Like it's a it's still scary. Yeah. Like it's you know, and then Friday the Thirteenth is Jason or Halloween, yeah. Yes. Michael Myers yeah. is Halloween. Friday Michael 13th Myers is, is yeah. And then Nightmare on Ale- Elm Street is who? Uh, Freddy Krueger. Freddy Krueger, that's right. Yeah. And that was so that was in 1984. So like the early 80s were this big like precursor to this really gory, gothy generation. And then if you think of even the music that came out of that era. Um, mm. reflected that as well. I mean, like, you, you start getting into, like, the late not 80s, early 90s, you're talking Pixies and then the, the birth of Nirvana and all this grungy, dirty. So, like, the costumes are, were, again, a reflection of that era. era. Yeah, yeah. Eerie, oh. spooky, kind of just, like, so, but then 
beer uh, in the late 80s and early 90s. Beer commercials and beer merch and like beer culture became this huge thing in the media. So one of the most iconic beer ads uh, was a Halloween ad and it was Elvira and she was the kind of a glamorous goth icon and she appeared in a Coors Light commercial. Oh, so she was curled up on a red plush sofa and she had like, uh, she was like really goth face and goth makeup and like rocker kind of haircut. And then she had like her long, long sexy legs showing. It was like this mix of sexy and goth and beer. And it created like a whole nother like costume era. Now yeah. people were, they weren't goth. They or like, they weren't like creepy or crawly or sexy they were like that combined yeah so like all these so all around halloween uh, time there'd be like these life-size cutouts in in different liquor stores everywhere it was on tv it was in liquor stores it was in pubs it was in but then (laughs) we come a little closer to us and we start to Mm -hmm. get into like the 90s and the 2000s and it's this needlessly sexy no depth uh, no explanation, no root or history. All of a sudden, it's just this like playboy aesthetic kind of girls gone yeah. wild thing because that's what was happening. Uh, yeah, like it's like we actually owe every woman in the seventies, sixties, seventies that like went to bat for us, and then we all just started blowing dudes and girls gone wild videos and just like <laughs> flushed it all down the toilet. Um, yeah. because that's like what and it, now we're it, kind it, of taking it back but it, we, yeah well, it went a little off the rails we kind of went off the rails because i think it, it was like a female empowerment thing but it was also that was seemingly the zeitgeist but it was also like this thing of we're empowering ourselves by still subjecting Doing ourselves what to men like want. really yeah. what men want yeah so then the costumes became and it was really like once again i feel like sometimes like ladies this is just us challenging each other all the time. <laughs> like mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. boys weren't like, hey, be a sexy fridge. <laughs> like <laughs> that yeah. was one of us that did it. And then all the other girls try to copy it. Then that's kind of come down again. So we're not yeah. this like slutty culture of dressing like this is uh, people don't do it anymore. So it's yeah. all like the question I was trying to answer for myself was like, why did this get so sexy? And it's just because we just do whatever Hollywood tells us to do. Yeah. 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 But I didn't realize that it kind of came from the drag culture, which is really neat and amazing. And yes, again, another thing that we've stolen. Yeah. Another thing. Yeah. It's a, it's another thing. And it, but it also gives it some, it gives it some context. It gives it Mm -hmm. some culture. It gives it some, it's actually just kind of an, a direct reflection of society, of what we're doing at that time. So in another 20 years, we'll look back at this generation and see kind of what were we dressed as, what were we doing. And it, and it has yeah. this really interesting um, mark on history and sort of my, and, uh, and it's kind of a, a mirror a little bit of how yeah. we were feeling and what we were doing and what, and what society was at that time. So yeah, that's, uh, that's cool. That's kind of wow. uh, that was twisty turny and, and kind of delved outside the, the the barriers of psychology, but I just had a lot to say. No, that was so. great. <laughs> that was amazing. 
I was excited about it this week. I love yeah. I love dressing up I've so much. I've learned history from you, so this is exciting today. <laughs> Yay. Yay, we did stuff. Um, yeah. <laughs> so every, uh, the next time you're a sexy cop, then fucking, you know, look back and be like, hey, that, I have yeah. the right to do whatever the fuck I want. If I want to button this exactly. up to the top, I'm gonna. If I want to button it down to the belly button, it's Halloween, baby. Whore it up. Yeah, so I, I mean, oh my God, I, I, I was on... I got a lot of this from Wikipedia, um, Psychology Today, as usual, and mm-hmm. uh, Huffington Post had a great article as well, so that's where awesome. I was on. We'll put uh, those in the show notes as per as, as is tradition. As is tradition. <laughs> you want to talk about this drink that you have chosen for? <laughs> it's very fall, like. It's very fall, and I tried to stick with Looks this like sort Halloween. of costume theme and Halloween theme. And this is the, okay, so this is the pomegranate cider mimosa. Woo, love a mimosa. Love a little twist on a mimosa. Me too, Holy dude. Great. Um, so this is like, I kind of thought it was fun because I thought it was like, I, I felt like it was a mimosa dressed up for Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, which i thought was cute it's so fucking good dude i sometimes i like forget how much i really like like traditional spiced apple cider so right. how you make this puppy how it tells you in the recipe is a little different than i did it because i did it in a car like in a giant glass because i was like this is an hour-long podcast and i am not <laughs> um even not running out dude even at brunch or wherever you're drinking mimosas i'm like mm. you can't give this to me in a pint glass I know that's why you need bottle or what is it called? Uh, I'm or bottomless mimosas. Yeah, even when, especially when the when they're bottomless, they keep bringing them to you in know, a float, and I'm like, let's not play this game. <laughs> Ooh, you know what's a great thing that if you are currently running a brunch somewhere, you need to have is a flight oh. of mimosas with different flavoring, and you could do this one. Dude, this, that's a great idea. So I mean, this I one had it in New York, so it's not. I didn't make it up, but hey, let's pretend you did. Um, okay, <laughs> we'll steal from the from the New York culture one. <laughs> that's um, right. Yeah. So this is uh, you take a flute, and what you do is you coat it in caramel, or uh, it's a salted caramel. So you coat it in caramel, Ooh. and then put a little sea salt on it. it tastes amazing, Ugh. and then. You fill up, you take about a, a three quarters of an ounce of pomegranate juice and fill it up in the bottom of your mimosa. And then you go uh, kind of three, make it so it's three quarters of the flute is now like champagne or uh, sorry, right. Prosecco. I use Prosecco. Yeah. And then a little bit of apple cider just floated on the top of it, like three quarters of an ounce, half an ounce, three quarters of an ounce. Yeah. And give it just a little light stir just so the tastes all sort of mix together. And it's incredible. It's red, you're getting this... so it's very Halloween-y. It yeah. It kind of looks like with the, the caramel, it looks like kind of dripping down. looks very... Yeah, it looks like, I don't know, spider webby or something. Yeah. Um, And it just like the, the taste of the salted caramel and the sweetness of the juice and sort of the spiciness of the apple cider all melds really really well together and it's it's very fall flavored and it's something that's not pumpkin so yeah um and i fucking love <laughs> which honestly time is i love pumpkin but we also hey we guys do. remember the apple um yeah there's other there's other thing fish in the sea guys <laughs> hey there's times. there's also other squashes in the patch i ha- make yourself <laughs> make yourself a butternut squash soup this is Ugh. We're getting we're getting outrageous with the pumpkin. 
which I yeah. love. No. Dude, Coming. I did the most. Uh, this is gonna sound braggy, but I was also just sort mm. of ashamed of myself. I was on set uh, last week, two weeks ago, I guess, and I mm-hmm. fucking didn't want to leave my hotel to get a. <laughs> so I skipped the dishes a pumpkin spice latte nice. to my hotel yes. room because I was like, I I didn't want to go, and my clothes were all fucking clean, and I had to have I had to be like kind of like ready and to go. Uh, and like, I just have the time. But when it came yeah. to my door, I was like, you should be ashamed of yourself. Just think of like all the other people that were on set that made someone their assistant to go and do that. I know, so but I'm a... you're doing a really good job. Yeah, Canadian. No things, my Canadian entertainment career only only allows <laughs> me the uh, the pleasure of getting. I, I still have to skip the dishes myself, but I, I mm-hmm. used the skip the dishes uh, as my personal assistant, which was nice. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> But <laughs> do you have any fun facts for us? I do. Uh, going back a little bit, uh, apparently most of the early masks that were for American Halloween were actually made by like one mask company. Wow. And it was named the U.S. Mask Company. It was in New York. They made it out of buck ram. I don't know what that was. I probably should have looked it up. But it was sprayed with starch and then steamed over a mold. Uh, which is kind of a neat idea of like I I just don't really think about how you make a mask because it's it's plastic usually but I'm not um, gonna lie to you I watch a lot of mask making tutorials all right Uh, most of their masks would have been uh witches clowns and animals you know the huge yeah the huge uh 2020s top Halloween costumes according to Google because obviously they didn't go talk to everyone because we were all inside uh cobra kai was a big one yeah karate show uh harley quinn obviously the mandalorian uh just generic space cowgirl (laughs) uh trolls because trolls are back bell of course bell always always a classic one day i'm gonna do it as an adult (laughs) and be bell and be a princess forever uh marshmallows inflatable shark that's a little older but you know firefighter that's why no that's that's baby shark. that's baby shark so, I know. yeah so now that you've done that or shark. if you watch ted lasso well, jamie tart do 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 jamie oh. tart okay you're gonna get it you're gonna watch it and you're gonna get I hate it you. i hate you so <laughs> much <laughs> that song's been out of my head for at least three months. Yeah, well, it's uh, back. Another popular one that's back, uh, Sanderson Sisters from Hocus Pocus. Interesting. Yeah. Because yeah, do you know what? That's iconic, Hocus Pocus, because it's just like, I might watch it tonight, actually. Oh, um, Bette Midler and yeah. uh, Sarah Jessica Parker and the other person who I really like, too, but I can't remember her name. But her, their, the shadow of their heads is like an iconic mm-hmm. picture, right? Yes. Oh yeah. Um, that and what's the what's the one I like so much with Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman? Oh, Practical Magic. Well, that's my favorite movie, and I can never uh, remember the name of it. My favorite Halloween so movie that's ever existed. It's also kind of I was listening to um, Goodbye Earl by the Dixie Chicks. Yes. I don't know if you. It's kind of that song, but with it is Halloween a- and witches. Kind of, yeah. Because I think we kind of all have this. I don't. It's not like porn, but kind of like porn. Where, you know, we want to, you know, our friend gets beaten up by our boyfriend and then we go kill him and throw him in a lake. We all want that. 
<laughs> and they did it with magic, so it was great. Actually, funny enough, on uh, Hall- I did a show up in Fort McMurray. There's this really cool chick up there. Her name was Erica Moscow, and she um she runs shows and stuff like. And one year, she just flew me up there because she was like, "I just want you to do a show," and it was on yeah. Halloween, and. Oh. All the women in the crowd, there's karaoke. This is this is the kind of gigs I do, Carla. Big wig, mm-hmm. big big show for Brittany mm-hmm. up mm-hmm. in the Bailey's pub in Fort McMurray. Uh, there's always karaoke, which people come out for after, but like the show right. is like poor, always poorly attended, and then karaoke sells out, which you're like, I get Aww. it. But so you're warming we stuck... them up, though. Yeah, we're warming their voices up for karaoke. <laughs> uh, they're like, "I hate you, Do Re Mi. You're not funny." <laughs> um, but so I get up there. We sang the whole. All the girls got in the whole bar, got up yeah. on stage and sang uh, "Earl." Oh and yeah. It was like the most empowering thing, and I don't yeah. know like what it was, but it was on Halloween, so everyone was dressed up, and it was so fun. That's awesome. Yep, that's a good song for karaoke. It was a great oh. song, and so all the girls did it at once, so it was like amazing. Yeah, I remember karaoke. Will we ever get that back? I think we're allowed to do whatever we want over here in Berta. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure karaoke bars are open. <laughs> <laughs> uh, top costume they think for this year can you guess do you want to guess yeah i bet i know what it is because i watched it okay. loved it squid games mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is it yeah very easy costume to be fair yeah i know i've like my instagram is just full of posts that are like <laughs> like trying to like get like just people selling you squid game costumes oh really well it's yeah. just a tracksuit with vans right which is a like, tracksuit with green, a green tracksuit, and then the but yeah. the other one is like the mask is like if you oh. want to be the bad guy, if you want to be the guy in the red, right. the red yeah. um, coveralls. They're basically wearing red coveralls with like a black black mask, and it either has like a triangle, a square, or a circle on it. So that's like pretty right. easily recreatable. Yeah, um, my favorite costume ever in the world goes to the Pope baby. Um, I'll try to make sure I post this, but it um, it was at the White House, and there was just a baby in a Pope costume in a little Pope mobile because he's a baby, <laughs> so he needs to be in a little thing. And um, he made Obama laugh so much that it's this really cute thing. I, mean, I don't know why we talk about it, but I love it so much. So now Pope babies, more Pope babies going more. back to the Catholic Church. Also, it just like makes it funny, right? Because it's just like it's it kind of like, hey, isn't this stupid? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> Look at this baby. It's running the church. <laughs> um, that's awesome. Yeah. That's fun. So, are those I'll your fun facts? Those are my fun facts. Oh my god. Uh this was a really fun episode. Plus I'm like a little yeah. clipped because like once you order 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 <laughs> once you open a bottle of Prosecco, you can order it, it from uh your sister Chelsea. Once I order it. <laughs> My poor sister has to run up the stairs and replace my ingredients. Well, I also wanted to drink it in its original form. So I did bring the bottle of Prosecco up and I did bring the pomegranate. But then it was really lacking that punch from the apple cider that I grew so accustomed to in the first two that I poured. So (laughs) I needed it back. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's Uh, great. Um, This is awesome. Oh, yeah. I keep forget. We keep forgetting to do this. We're gonna do this now. Uh, if you have any ideas or comments, questions, uh, but yeah, ideas for drinks, ideas for yeah, 
episodes uh hit us up on instagram at life pairings podcast yeah just dm uh, us because we're us. yeah like and honestly if you have an idea Caius, we'll do it we're pretty pumped yeah. about it uh yeah. we're always looking for new uh stuff also um we have a patreon and we have mm-hmm. a very few uh couple very loyal patrons but yes. we put out a lot of content so a lot of extra content yeah. so we we have a disaster series that we're uh doing right now where we're pairing disasters with drinks um it might sound tasteless but it's mostly yeah it's just like oh god that does sound tasteless what are we doing we just want to but talk about the history of disasters yeah we, we pair very interesting we paired we had a and summer you want to get drunk while you're listening to it <laughs> yeah we yeah, paired a summer, summer series was good yeah that was like, that was legit. a good one it was basically like summer events uh, we have a tragically mm-hmm. hip series where we took uh, uh, suggestions from uh, the audience and paired uh, people's favorite hip songs with uh, booze, and we did the history uh, of those songs. So, like, we have yeah. like three big series there. We do all kinds of questionnaires. We do all kinds of like, we'd love to do some meet and greets. We'd love to do some stuff mm-hmm. in the future. Um, if you want to be a patron, it's pretty pretty easy. You just go up. Uh, to our website at www.lifepairingspodcast.com. And up in the right-hand corner, there's a Patreon button. Patreon button. You click that, and then you have three levels to choose from. So I think the bottom level is how much, Carla? The Beer League is about three bucks. It's like three bucks a month. So it's like, it's not a lot, but you'd be amazed how quickly that adds up for us. And it just Mm -hmm. uh, helps us out with... Uh, purchasing, purchasing copious amounts of booze every week that we have to do <laughs> and uh, sound yeah. equipment and yeah. Uh, yeah. some of the excursions that we like to go on to try to make this an interesting thing for you to listen to. Um, yeah. So if it's something you want to do, oh my God, we appreciate you so we much for doing it. it. Also, if you, I always forget this, but if you go on your phone right now, if you're on your phone or yep. your computer, go into the description, scroll down past my little cutesy description that i did this week yeah. and there's a link and it goes to patreon so just go there and we have also if you're just if you're just an instagram follower uh we're just mm-hmm. at life pairings podcast on instagram there's a link tree there and it'll take you wherever you want to go it'll take you to the patreon it'll take us take you to our uh website it'll take you to uh some of our own personal uh ventures we do outside of this i'm a stand-up comedian carla is an author so uh, there's all kinds of different stuff you can uh, you can uh, tackle by just hitting hitting that link tree over at the Instagram, and yeah, uh, more than more than anything, we're so grateful you listen. Uh, we mm-hmm. love doing this. Um, so thank Please you. Please so send much. us your um, your Halloween costumes. Yeah, send us your Halloween costumes. Uh, the sexier the better. Um, yes. The scarier the better. See a fridge. <laughs> <laughs> a scary sexy fridge scary sexy fridge uh an homage to time that's what you uh, <laughs> uh you guys we're, we're so grateful to uh the folks over at the comedy here often network who who help us out by putting this uh up every week and uh we love you guys there and we love everybody for listening and we can't wait to see you next week we've got a doozy next week stay tuned yeah. Thanks, guys.